Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode. This week, I thought we'd talk about speaking off the cuff. This is something that a lot of people ask about, and everyone is quite worried usually. I mean, how would we speak if we're suddenly asked to answer a question? Could be in a business meeting, in a classroom, during a job interview. There's so many situations, right, where you don't really know what's going to be said or asked of you. And you have an opportunity to look good in front of other people. But without the preparation, you're nervous, you're anxious. How do you know it will go well? Well, what if I told you a quick secret? In every podcast that I've recorded so far, I do not have any notes. I do not do multiple takes. This is all off the top of my head. Now, that's not to be boastful or try to impress you or say how good I am. The point is, it can be done. And that's the first thing to recognize, that it is possible to be able to speak on an area of your own expertise, certainly, without too much preparation. Because here's another secret. Your lifetime of work, reading, studying, research, practice, and an experience, you know, deploying what you've learned in, in the real world, that has been your laboratory. And now you have a chance to talk about it in a response to someone else. That being said, how do we get there? Certainly with the right amount of experience, being on stage hundreds or thousands of times, or having those opportunities in even small group live sessions with students or clients or audience members at a speech. I have had that experience and that opportunity to hone and practice my skills. Now, how do we get there? So the first point is to remember to develop expertise, deep expertise in one area and notable expertise in a variety of areas. Notable does not mean that you're the best. Notable means that you are above average. How do we get there? I'll tell you what works for me. In my fields, communication, leadership, culture, I study, I research, I watch trends, I practice, and I work, right? So I have the experience. What about other fields? Say business, finance, entrepreneurship, um, manufacturing, anything you can think of, public policy, right? So government. What I try and bring to the table when I'm reading the news, reading articles, reading books, talking to people, is I ask questions from, from the angle of my expertise and my interest. So what is leadership like in public policy? How do you communicate public policy? How do you um, bring about consensus in public policy? Because, because my interest is still people and messaging and communication. I'm just using, in this example, public policy as a touch point, right? So your expertise 
if it is central enough to a variety of things, can make you comfortable with discussing those topics. Because here's the beauty, and this is insight number two for today, is perspective or insight are highly valuable today as opposed to just memorizing facts. That being said, facts are extremely useful because if you don't have some facts in your back pocket, as they say, it's very hard to have a perspective. The point is, you can know a little bit and expand upon that because you might be able to surmise how they affect people or how uh, a trend could be developed from that. Let's try and work out an example. Okay, so a few weeks ago, if you remember, and if you scroll back on whatever podcast platform you might be using to listen to the show today, you'll remember that we were talking a few weeks ago about this term, quiet quitting. And I'm aware enough of organizational culture, especially here in Silicon Valley, that I saw red alarm bells in my head when I saw this term trending, quiet quitting. Because at the same time, I could see all kinds of announcements of return to office RTO from a variety of large corporations. And at the same time, the first, second, third uh, headline of significant companies, important companies, successful companies, announcing layoffs. So all of a sudden I said, this will not end well, right? You cannot have people pulling back on their 110% effort mantra of the past however many decades and saying, I'm going to do the bare minimum, C's get degrees kind of thinking. And all of a sudden, employers are looking for an excuse to trim the fat, the bottom 10%, as Jack Welch of GE used to say. They are ex they are looking for excuses. You don't want to work for, uh, in the office anymore? Here's your pink slip. You don't want to work overtime anymore? Here's your pink slip. You don't want to do the extra meeting or the extra project? Here's your pink slip. That is That was two, uh, you know, shall we say, colliding factors. Um, they, they were on a collision course, and I could see it. So what helped me make that perspective and talk about that. Um, and it got, a, as I may have mentioned, it got a huge amount of play on LinkedIn. Uh, tens of thousands of people uh, saw my post about it. And the idea was that everybody understood this, this cannot stand. And so quiet quitting has rightfully been banished from public discussion because it has been an absolute failure of a strategic decision by whomever practiced it, right? So pulling it all the way back, because I knew about company culture, I saw the trend quiet quitting. I'm not an expert on quiet quitting. I don't know exactly how each and every company measures productivity, but I knew people's intentions and incentives were on a collision course between employer and employee. And knowing what I know about, you know, corporate culture at large, I was able to make that determination. Now, let's come to something more usable uh, for someone who's trying this for the first time or is still a beginner at it. How can you speak comfortably off the cuff 
on a subject where let's say you are an expert. Let's start on easy mode, shall we say, like the video game folks say. So let's say you're an expert. The first thing to remember about speaking off the cuff is, amazingly, you don't have to say a whole lot. You don't have to give a 20 minute thesis on this. So just ask yourself to say something, one thing, one idea in about a couple of minutes and make it seem interesting, not banal, not something that anybody could have said and invite conversation on it once you finish speaking. So say what you're going to say and then say, what do you folks think? Keep the ball rolling so that people then feel invited to comment on what you said and maybe add to it, maybe applaud something they liked about what you said, and maybe, shall we say, add, add more to it and toss the ball back to you and you're playing this verbal game of tennis or ping pong. And uh, that can be very engaging. That's how you keep people interested. That's how you uh, establish rapport with people be it a friend, a client, customer, or coworker. So let's re recap what we've got so far. You're probably going to have one area of expertise, deep expertise. You're probably going to want to use that expertise to inform your view of different things. Perspective and insight is good. You don't have to know everything, but you can make, shall we say, mental projections predictions almost, see trends where they're going, and ask intelligent questions to get people to be drawn into your thoughts. And you can keep it short. It doesn't have to be lengthy. Two minutes is plenty. So let's now go to something really specific like format. Okay, so let's try this. I'm a big believer that uh, you can stick to templates if you're a slightly novice public speaker, right? You can stick to structural templates in your head. So say this first, then this next, and this last, and it's kind of like you're filling out a form in your head. So let me say the problem, describe the problem first. Okay. So I think the problem is we haven't figured out a way to do blank, blank, and blank. My thought on this is we should do blank, blank, and blank, and if we do so, we will achieve blank, blank, and blank. And if you do something as simple as that, and there's a thousand other templates, which uh, feel free to drop me a line and we can talk more. But the idea is create structure to order your thoughts, because otherwise you will have so many thoughts and going in so many different directions that it really will be very hard for you to get your words out. And as always, if I've not always mentioned this, speak slowly, take your time. There's no rush. The goal is for everyone to hear you, understand what you're saying, think about it, and then be invited by you to respond. And hopefully if they respond in a nice way, you've got a conversation going before you know it. So let's put it all back together. Speaking of the cuff is you sharing a thought, one thought, okay? Keeping it short, stay within your wheelhouse. Don't go outside what you know, okay? It's okay not to know everything. And you can say, I'm not the expert on this, 
However, I do have some experience that might be relevant. And so you're being upfront and you're not overpromising. Okay. And at the same time, you're giving something valuable to the conversation, perhaps from your work experience, something you read about in a book or watched a documentary or so in real life. And most importantly, keep to a certain simple structure, like a problem, a solution, and an action or an outcome. And if you're able to do that, not only will you make sure you don't ramble on, okay, you'll also make sure that people easily remember what you said. Because I, as I often say to everyone I work with, public speaking is a memory game above all else. Because if you don't remember what I said, it doesn't matter how well I said it, it was pointless. But if you remember what I said, even if I had, you know, bumps along the way of getting it out of my head and uh, speaking it out loud, if you remember what I said, then I can at least hope for some action on, on that and take it one step forward and maybe next time I speak better. And I'm able to close the deal, get you to agree with me, buy my product, donate to my charity, get, give me the job, whatever it is I'm looking for. So all in all, everybody, don't worry. You can do this. Keep it simple. Don't use vocabulary you're not very comfortable with. And most importantly, show that you are interested in thoughts and ideas. You're a curious person and that you want to make it a conversation, not a monologue. All right. That should be plenty for today, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to drop us a line. Uh, the website is culturespeak.com. And uh, hope to see you next week.